All right. You know, uh, we talk a lot at, at this church about being born again, born of the Spirit, born from above. And when you're born again, you receive the mind of Christ, the love of God. You receive so many things. And one of the things you get is by the Holy Spirit, you get the anointing of God. Look at 1 John 2.20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. And all of you know the truth. As for you, the anointing you receive from Him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. Hmm. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, what are we going to do? Remain in him. Let's say that. Remain in him. That means we've got to make a conscious effort to stay with the Lord. You get the anointing. You got it when you said yes to Jesus. And you can't get rid of it. It's in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. The mind of Christ is in you. The heart of God, the love of God is in you. But, oh, remember that old song? I follow Jesus, no turning back. No turning back. No turning back. So remain in him. And that's what we're going to talk about. How and What ways do we use the anointing? And how can we quench the anointing? So the purposes of God's anointing is to protect genuine Christians. Are you a genuine Christian? From the teachings of false teachers. Apostle John in this passage describes the false teachers as antichrists. And liars, because they deny the complete truth about Jesus. Now, don't we see that in the world today? I've heard people say, oh, Jesus was a good man. Jesus was a great prophet. But they deny that he was God in the flesh. So 1 John 2, 22, who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. So if you know anybody who denies Jesus as God in the flesh, what are they? Antichrist, false prophets. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? Sounds awful. But uh, the Apostle John advises his readers... I hope you all will go back and read these passages to rely on the anointing from God so that they won't be deceived. It is so easy to be deceived in this world. The internet is full of teachings that can deceive us. The world, the people everywhere deny Jesus as God. 
So many scholars agree that when John wrote his letters, the early church faced division caused by Gnostics. Do you know what Gnostics are? Just simply, the Gnostics were primarily known for their two views. And they also, <laughs> they were very puffed up. They possessed, a, they possessed special knowledge. They were the elite. They knew more than, than anybody else. Do you know anybody like that? Oh, okay, won't go there. So they believed in the separation of the spiritual world and the materialistic world. They believed that the material world was evil. Yes, we're evil. We're the material world. <laughs> so that, that is why they denied the incarnation of Christ. Because God couldn't have come and been in the flesh. Flesh is evil. Flesh is dirty. God wouldn't come into something dirty. John 1.14, we know the difference because the word says, the word became flesh and dwelled among us. I don't know about you, but that is so amazing. That is so beautiful that God left his throne and came to dwell in flesh, a baby. And why? To destroy the works of the devil and to give us eternal life. Is that love? I don't know about you, but that's love. Right, Gordon? Good to see you. (laughs) So anyway, however, genuine Christians, are you a genuine Christian? We possess the anointing which shows us the truth. So that's how you can test yourself. Am I, am I, really, am I really born again? Did, did I really give my heart to him? Did I really believe that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead? Because it says in the word that if you believe with your heart and say it with your mouth, you are saved. Would you hand me that water, please? So, this is my son who just had back surgery. You're doing really well. Thank you all for your prayers. So many of you prayed. So, do you have that clear now? Anybody not believe that God came in the flesh? He did or he didn't? What do you believe? You know, you got to settle that. If you don't settle that, you can't have eternal life. So anyway, John 15, 3, Jesus said, you're already clean by my word that, that I've spoken over you, so remain in me. What did Apostle John say? Remain in him. Remain in Jesus. Why? So that we can activate the anointing that is in us. Linda, you're anointed. You have the anointing of the Holy One in you. Is that amazing? That just blows me away. 
Okay, so look at 1 John 4.17 in your Bibles. It's not on the screen, so I'm sorry. Uh, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Now listen to this. Because as Jesus is, yeah, so are we in this world. You have the same anointing as Jesus when he walked the earth in flesh. Wow. You have the same anointing as Jesus. While he walked on the earth, he had the anointing. Why? Because the Holy Spirit came upon him, was in him, and actually he had the Holy Spirit from birth. So we won't get in there. I'll get on the rabbit trail. I better stop there. <laughs> so you have the same anointing as Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that we know this in our head. But we don't act like we know it. So the anointing, the anointing, read this with me. The anointing is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. (laughs) We are set apart for God. Wow. We are set apart for God. Say, I am set apart for God. Do you know why you're on the earth? For God. You're not on this earth for yourself. And I hate to say it, but you're not on the, on the earth for other people. You're on the earth for God. But he will use you with that anointing to love other people. He will use you to raise up children in the admonition of the Lord. That anointing will help you learn how to use your money. Ooh, now that's a touchy subject. All right. I'll try not to talk about that anymore. So it enables the believer to understand, apply, and administer spiritual truth. You know, the, the presence of the anointing enables believers to have a direct connection with the most high God. Tristan today talked about the names of God. And one of them was El Shaddai, Adonai, El Elyon. But we get a direct connection with that almighty God. Why do we take this so lightly? I don't understand myself. I really don't. This is amazing. We have the same anointing as Jesus when he walked the earth. So why are we speaking death? We are to speak life. You know Proverbs 18. We, we repeat this over and over in this place. Death, come on. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So why are we speaking? I, I was just speaking death over myself this weekend. I, I want you to feel sorry for me. I had a bad toothache. Oh, my God, my whole head was on fire. And I was like, poor me, oh, God, Lord, help me. And then finally, late yesterday, he said, you're going to be talking about speaking life. Why don't you speak life over yourself? 
I'm telling God the problem. He knows the problem. I'm speaking with my tongue, death. So I did. I started speaking life and healing over myself. And I woke up this morning and almost 90% of the pain was gone. I'm telling you, I was suffering. I was at a level 10. So you don't want to see me at a level 10. (laughs) I'm a big baby. So going back to the anointing, the priest would anoint the future king. Tristan talked about the anointing of the king, Saul, this morning. But why would he pour the oil on on the king's head? The to be king. Because... You already know this, to set him apart for God. You are set apart for God. And that's what they did with the the anointing oil, set this person apart to be the king for God. 1 Samuel 16, 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, See, Samuel looked at all the other brothers. Nope, that's not them. That's not him. That's not him. That's him. So finally they pulled out the shepherd teenager from the field. Samuel said, that's him. So he poured the oil on his head. And what happened? The spirit of the Lord came up on David From that day forward, he was set apart for God. Now, I want you to notice that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. I hate to tell you, but you're in a better place than he was. You have the Spirit of the Lord in you. This was before Jesus. So you, what are we talking about, the anointing? You had the Spirit of the Lord. You had the Holy Spirit's anointing. In you, God, help me get this. Okay. It's like I take it so lightly. I really do. And when you study the word of God, what happens is, that's why teachers have it best, right? Pastor Frank, yeah. It's better when you have to prepare. Tristan was saying that this morning. It's better to have to prepare and study, even if I didn't even teach it. Because I have to get it myself. Just not tell you about it. I have to get this. So, we are set apart for God. Let's say it. We are set apart for God. Now, Mark 14, 3. And being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as Jesus sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flax of very costly oil of spikenard. Then she broke the flask and poured it on his head. Sound familiar? Now, not only was the oil preparing him for his death, as a lot of teachers say, but the woman poured the very costly oil on Jesus' head, which did what? It anointed him to be the king of the universe, king of kings, king of kings. David was a shadow of this. 
of Jesus being the King of Kings. So let's look at some of the ways that we quench the Holy Spirit. We're set apart for God. We have the anointing in us by the Holy One. So how can we quench the I know you know this because we do it every day. I'm, I'm included. We quench the Holy Spirit every day. I bet there's not one person in here that doesn't quench the Holy Spirit sometime during the day. So let's just be real. Okay. We can control if. Let's read that. Is it up there? <laughs> if we can control our mouth, <laughs> we can see success in most everything else. It's so important to control our mouth. If death and life is in the tongue, so how are we going <laughs> to... Yes, thank you. Help us. Help us, Lord. So if we can control the tongue, possibly we might have more success in our life. So how are you going to do that? You're going to fill your mind with his word. (laughs) We missed it. (laughs) So if you fill our mind with his word... Guess what that does? It helps the tongue speak life. And it's, as we go in a little further, I'll show you another thing about having a habit of speaking positive things. So Luke 6.45 says, For out of the abundance of the heart, what? The mouth speaks. So we got to get our heart filled with God's word. Hey, you know what? Maybe we need to fast, not just food. Maybe we need to fast, not just because we need to get our bills paid. Maybe we need to just not fast so we can, God will help our marriage. Maybe we need to fast our words. How would you like to not speak for a whole day? (laughs) Impossible. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I got a story for you. Now, this is a true story. Uh, back in the 70s, I was listening to a teacher at a conference, and she was teaching on Psalm 91. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler, your strength and your protector. Well, this gal, she was a brand new Christian, and she was so intent on learning the word, but she didn't really know the word very well. But anyway, the next day she went shopping. She was in a dressing room trying on clothes. All of a sudden, this guy pops in her dressing room with a knife and says, give me all your money. She totally freaked. And of course, she didn't know much scripture, but she remembered one, feathers, 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 feathers. And the guy dropped the knife and ran out. That's a true story. So just one word sent the devil fleeing. I love that story. So James 3.3, if we set bits in the horse's mouth to make them obey us, what? We can turn them. Turn this big body. Horses weigh 2,200 pounds, but a tiny piece of metal can control them. So, James 3, 4, likewise look at the ships, though they are great and are driven by 
rough winds. They are steered by a very small rudder wherever the impulse of the helmsman determines. A large ocean liner weighs 220,000 tons. And yet a little tiny rudder can direct that huge ship. So I guess I want most of all to tell myself and you, speak life. Speak life over your children. Speak life over your body. Speak life over your finances. Speak life over your marriage. Do not quench the anointing. Do not quench the Holy Spirit that is in you. See, even if you speak death, you can't get rid of the anointing. It's in you. It's in your spirit, man. Your soul can't get saved. Your body can't get saved. But your spirit, man, got saved, born again, filled with the holy anointing of the Holy One. So you still have a choice, though. Joshua said, choose this day. Who are you going to serve? Come on. Choose it. Right. Right, Chad. Choose it. (laughs) So let's look at one of the things that really quenches the anointing. (sighs) Talking about other people. Gossip. Well, I just wanted to tell them because I wanted them to pray for them. Sure. Check your heart. What's really in your heart? Proverbs 4.20 says to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the wellspring of life. In other words, it will direct the course of your life. If if I'm gossiping, criticizing, judging somebody else, it's going to quench the anointing. And not only will I be miserable because I feel guilty, because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you're going to feel convicted. You're going to feel convicted. Because you're holy. You're set apart for God. But not condemned. But not condemned, condemned, right. God doesn't take away his Holy Spirit because we mess up. You're still holy. You're still set apart for God. You're a saint. Saint means holy, sacred, set apart. St. John just want to thank you for being here today. <laughs> saint Margaret, yes, you can be a female and be a saint. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First Thessalonians 5.15. Uh, oh, by the way, gossip is listed right along with murder, envy, arrogance, slanderers, God, haters. So don't gossip. Change your tongue to speak life anyway Isaiah uh, no Thessalonians 5.15 always pursue what is good both for yourself and for others rejoice always pray without ceasing in everything give thanks I had to thank God with that level 10 pain last night believe me it's not easy right It is not easy to thank God in pain. So uh, this is the will of God. 
in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. I, I don't want to quench the spirit, Lord. I want the anointing to flow through me to others, to touch people, to bring them to you, for them to have everlasting life because it's a matter of life and death, eternal life and death. So help us all, Lord. Help us all. Isaiah 29, 13, Therefore the Lord said, Inasmuch as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts far from me. You know, you can be born again, filled with the Spirit, have the anointing of God, and still let your heart be far from him. Because what did the Apostle John say about the anointing from the Holy One? Remain in him. Say that again. Remain in him. We have to remain in him. We have to believe what God says. And how are we going to believe what God says if we don't even know what he says? We've got to be in his word and not just read a little devotional. Unless you take that passage in that devotional and meditate on it. Unless you take that one little passage and you say, Holy Spirit, show me what it means. Holy Spirit, give me revelation. I have the anointing of the Holy One in, in me. The Apostle John said, we know the truth. The Holy Spirit teaches us. But let me just say it like it is. We're lazy. We don't want to spend the time with God and do it. We don't. I mean, I've been there too. But if we want the anointing to flow, remember, you can't get rid of it if you're born again. But if you want the anointing to flow, you have to spend time with him around his word. So here's the one I was really thinking about a lot when I was studying It can be a habit to immediately speak negative things. So we have to learn to speak positively. I know people who grew up in a household that was negative, 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 complain, 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 criticize, 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 judge, judge, judge. If you say it's red, they'll say it's blue. If you have a good idea, they've got a better one. If you say this information about something, they'll say, oh, no, but this is the better information. There is a spirit called pride that I know best, and I used to be one of those. I try not to do that anymore. (laughs) But you know, at 81 years old, you know a lot of stuff, honey. But, you know, the older I am, the less I do that. Why? I have learned that not everything has to be said. If it's in your head, don't say it. Pray. (laughs) Gino. (laughs) Hallelujah. James 3, 6. This is awful this passage 
The tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of wickedness set among our, ma- our members, contaminating and depraving the whole body and setting on fire the wheel of birth, the cycle of man's nature, being itself ignited by hell. The tongue is set on fire by hell itself. See, it's easy to speak death. It's easy to speak negatively. It's easy to criticize. It's easy to be jealous. It's easy to judge people and tell them what's wrong with them when you've probably got a pole sticking out of your own eye, as Jesus said. You know, you're trying to get the speck out of their eye and you got this pole. You know, Jesus was quite humorous. That was a joke. You got a pole sticking out of your eye. No. So anyway, Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word come out of your mouth. Only what edifies the hearer. That's hard to do. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. And if you have God's word in you, guess what's going to come out of you? Life. So don't quench the Holy Spirit. Speak life. Oh, I have one more little story. Uh, I used to travel in the United States and Canada doing ministry. Now, this is before I married Pastor Howard. And sometimes if, if it was close to home, I would drive. And this is back in the days of CB. Anybody remember what a Some people... Do you know what a CB is? Kay, do you know what a CB is? No. No. <laughs> Because that's our era. But anyway, so no cell then. (laughs) But anyway, uh, I always try to catch a truck because they're the safest drivers on the road. I believe. (gasps) Yeah, they are. (laughs) Rhonda. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I watch people in Dunlop. It's horrible. (laughs) Crazy drivers. But anyway, so... um, I was listening to the guys on CB. All of a sudden, this guy gets on there and goes, GD this, GD that, GD this. And I finally couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so I got on the CB and I said, hey, this is Hallelujah Honey. Hallelujah Honey, that's my handle. This is Hallelujah Honey. And contrary to popular belief, God's last name is not Damn. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. All these truckers come in. Way to go. Hallelujah, honey. Wow. And some guy starts singing Amazing Grace. And didn't hear from that guy anymore. So, speak life. Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually. In my mouth. Ephesians 5.20. Always giving thanks to God. The Father for everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another. for. Okay, everybody say it. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. All right. Now, finally, 
don't limit God. Psalm 78, 41. Again and again and again and again and again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Yeah. You have an anointing from God. You're set apart for God. Draw near to God by communing with him around his word. Fill your mind with his truth. Control your words. Do not quench the anointing with your negative words. Speak positive words from the word of God. Break the habit of speaking negatively in everything. Give thanks. His anointing is in you. Give life. Speak life. Attitude check. Ah, oh, come on. Attitude check. Praise the Lord. Attitude check. Praise the Lord. Attitude check. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, Father, we love you. We love you. We give you the praise. Only you deserve the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you as you go. And if you need prayer, we're going to have altar workers up here and they will pray with you and if you do not know jesus it's your time god bless you this is pastor louis i hope you've enjoyed the message today and i hope that it has encouraged you if you need any further information about the message or our ministries please contact us at the numbers on the screen our live worship is 10:30 each sunday morning and we can also be seen on youtube and facebook at thelivingcornerstone.org. Be blessed.